I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Welcome to Bellwether. This is my cheerleader episode. I am so excited to get excited for you that I just want to cheer you on for whatever it is that you want to do. I think some people just need a little cheering right now. And maybe I'm cheaping out because, you know, I've been very busy. So it's been a couple weeks since I've done a podcast, but I'm going to do it here uh, again today. And uh, I'm here for you. Okay. Part of being a coach, being a cheerleader. Why not? So uh, the question I'm going to ask you today on this podcast is why not? Why can't you do something? And uh, we started this year, I started this year calling 2020 the year of no rules. Some people called it the year of perfect vision. That was wrong. I'm going to call it the year of no rules. And the, <laughs> nobody could have foreseen what, what we're dealing with. But I was right. There are no rules. So I will, I, I will call myself a visionary. Maybe I could put that on my LinkedIn profile, visionary, uh, because this year has no rules. And and I want to, uh, regardless of, of where we end up in 2020, it's there. Okay. So we started the year, I kicked it off with calling it the year of no rules, but it was really a mentality of, you know, challenge yourself to do whatever it is that you want. And now that everything is upside down, I'm going to ask the question again. So we're wrapping up Labor Day in the US, which is generally when everybody comes back to work, school kicks up, um, and it gets to be a very busy September, October, November before we go into the, the winter holiday. So um, what I would say to you is we have a very different perspective now. So we've talked to a blue in the face about COVID. Nobody knows what's going on. We're adapting while we're in motion. We're adapting while we're adapting. Um, that's a nice plug for my book, by the way. Um, and so we, uh, we are unsure of what is next. But where it's becoming normal to know that we don't know what the hell is around the next corner, okay? And and that's a, an interesting place to be in. Our perspective, our perspective right now is very different than where it was in April, in May, and in June. And and now, even though we've got these other challenges of, you know, how do I homeschool the kids and have them go to school when I have to go into the office and, you know, what are teachers supposed to be doing? And, I mean, there are all these details that um, just don't make sense and they're not going to work very well. And um, it's going to be part of the uncomfortable environment that we're in. It's just, you know, it's a fact. We're just going to have to deal with it. And so harboring or not harboring, but harping on those uh, is, is really a waste of time. And so I want I want to challenge everyone to start thinking about where you're putting your mind right now. And And I feel like, yeah, it's a whole new world. Everyone's pretty much at the screw it phase. We're just like, F it you know, whatever, who knows what's going to happen. Um, but let's pause and ask ourselves to stop. Let's change the question. Not just say, let's wait and see what happens to us, but what can we do? And and why are we telling ourselves that we can't? And um, we, we, at least people I know is, and I was very bad at this, is I always found a reason why I couldn't do something. And I always dislike those people at work, you know, come up with a new idea at work. And the first person, the first thing they do is can't do it. Sorry, can't do it because of, you know, Allison Accounting or Stephen Law or whatever. Um, and you say, okay, and that's it. But why not? 
And my question for you is why not? And and so you know, we we tend to protect ourselves from failure, which is why we generally say we can't start that business or we can't write that book or people might not like it. Um, I can't start a podcast. I talk to people all of the time about this stuff. And uh, my, my question is why? And we have to change our mindset. We have to change the questions that we're asking ourselves. And, and I've talked a little bit on this podcast about something called self-efficacy. And I love the idea of self-efficacy. And it's, it's gaining traction is more real than, than just a theory. And it's basically what it is, is you know and believe that you can execute on the steps to get to whatever it is that you have to do. Right. And so um, it's not really self-confidence. It's not really a self-belief. It's not. It's just I understand what it's going to take to get to the end zone and I can get there. Um, and there are some people who are very high in self-efficacy. We know these people. Um, my buddy Larry, I, I talk about my buddy Larry a bit. Uh, Larry will just do it. Like he could just get anything done. He's he's fascinating to me. I said, hey, who wants to do a half Ironman triathlon with me? He's like, I'll do it. He didn't know how to swim. And he just taught himself how to swim. He's like, all right, well, I just, I guess I have to learn how to swim then. And then he taught himself to swim and he beat me in the race, right? These are the types of people that you just hate because they could do anything, but you, you admire them because they can do anything. And so I feel like, and some say it's from when you're raised, the way that you're raised. Uh, some people say you can learn it. Some, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, it's a feeling, it's this weird kind of thing. But when you, if you were to ask someone like Larry, well, how can you do that? He says, I don't know. I just do it. Like they don't even think about it. It's just a way that it's just ingrained in them. And I, and how do you manifest that inside yourself? So when we think about it, I want you to pause and think everybody has an unrealized dream. Okay, whatever it is. Maybe it's not working in corporate. Maybe it's just not having your current job. Maybe it's climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. Maybe it's skydiving, whatever it is. Writing a book. Um, everybody has an unrealized dream. And you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Uh, why not? Why can't you do it? And and so I'm I'm hearing from people all the time now who sold their house and are taking the kids cross country for the next year and do, they're doing homeschool anyway. So why not do it from anywhere? Um, people who lived in Manhattan and are still New Yorkers, but they say, you know what? It's cold in New York. I'm gonna go live in Texas for you know the winter. Um, why not? Right, we're all working from home. The rules are out the window. You get to dictate kind of whatever it is that you want to do. So just ask yourself why not. And we have to change our mindset. In October, I'm going to do, uh, and that's a few weeks from now. I'm going to do a few episodes on just lifestyle in the new economy and how to succeed in the new economy and uh, just that that changing mindset. And um, when I think about how we operate, we have to change the questions that we are asking ourselves. So I think back to when I hated, I just hated my job in corporate. Um, hated it. It was so bad. And I remember, like, I, I literally remember searching how to just quit it and move to Africa and just volunteer in Africa. Like, I'm like, can I get out of my lease? How do I get, you know, whatever. Um, but I knew I started to change over time where, where I stopped saying, what job can I do? And that's what I would do. I would say, you know, what job can I do now? Oh, I could do that job. Oh, I could do that job. And then I would just look for change. You go, you get your new job, you set up, you go in six months later, it's the same crap that you had at the last job, but it's a different building. And you just say, all right, well, let's see, what job can I do? And it's just this endless cycle. And then it started a change where you say, all right, well, it's not just what can you do, but what do you want to do? Uh, and you could break down some barriers, and that makes you think a little differently. But then I started to change. Say, all right, it's not you know why am I waiting for a job that's listed to tell me what I could do when I could just 
say, who's going to fund my new idea? How do I get funding? You know, and you start Googling and you start saying, Ooh, that's interesting. And Oh, okay. And you know, all of a sudden it starts, the story starts to bubble up and you realize it's, it's available and it's, you can do it. And so we have to change the questions of not just what job can I do, but you know, maybe who's going to fund my new business or, um, how do I, I don't know, have my own business? How do I cut down on taxes? How do I cut my expense? Whatever. I mean, th- th- there's anything that we can do. And it's not just, oh, I want my weekends off. That's not the question we should be asking. It's, you know, it's bigger than just, oh, I want more time. Because whatever, I, I talk to a lot of people who want to leave corporate, like corporate finance or corporate law and say, you know what, I'm just going to go work for a nonprofit. And I say, why? And they say, well, because, you know, it's, it's not as grueling. I'm like, it's the exact same work you're doing now. You're just going to get paid like a quarter of the money. Right. And there are some people who really get into the nonprofit thing and, and it really makes sense for them. That's good. So for those of you thinking about it, just ask yourself if that's really it. But you're doing the exact same work and it's exhausting. Now, there's a sense of purpose and everything else. And you can argue that. Well, that's fine. But when I think about um, a changing mindset is is we really have to think differently about what got us to where we are today and where we want to go, because this is an opportunity to change. This is a great opportunity to change. Like this is, um, you get to make some some rules on your own, which is nice. And um, and when I think about this change, I also want to think about codes of conduct and the way that you operate yourself. So we all kind of live by these rules. And this is this is really what set me down on this kind of idea for being a cheerleader for you, and you can do whatever the hell you want. Is um, we generally do things that don't harm others. Okay, you see a line of people going to check out, you get in the line, you, you're a good fellow citizen. You just do what you're supposed to do. And that's nice. But there's some people who just don't, you know, you're sitting there 30th person in line, you're waiting forever. And then some person just cuts the line, pretends to be aloof and they pay and they go out and everyone's steaming in line. Nobody says anything. And you're like, that person just cut the line. And everyone's like, I'm like, I can't believe they did that. <laughs> and so now everyone in line is angry and fuming. That person's gone on to their next thing. They don't give a shit. They're like, they're out and say, why can't you be that person? Why can't I be that person? Why not? I'm not I'm not trying to create a nation of sociopaths or a world of sociopaths. I mean, this is really from a, I'm not condoning this behavior. But when we think about how we operate and the decisions we make and why we do the things we do, just why? Why not? Why not just cut people and say, you know what, I need 30 minutes. And you know, if someone says, hey, don't do that, you say, I'm sorry, I'm in a hurry. And usually they'll they'll just stop. And it's it's crazy. It's crazy that you could do that. But um, so, so not just thinking about waiting in lines, but let's think about other decisions you're making, other people you have around for me, uh, or, or, or that you have around. Why can't you, you know, why is the disdain from strangers preventing you from saving 30 minutes that you would spend in that line that you could be better spent time, better spent somewhere else? Um, it's just a point to make, but it's, uh, uh, we make these assumptions on what we're supposed to do. And uh, I say, throw them out the window and start new. Like then, and that rhymed, not intentionally. Um, what are you supposed to do? Uh, I can't do that because I'm not supposed to do that. Bullshit. Just do it. Go team, go, man. What we, what are we supposed to do? What we are supposed to do may not align with where you want to go, and that's where you have to change your priorities. And sometimes we can have these different types of, of discussions and, and we just have to start and we have to start taking steps and we have to say, you know what, it wasn't that bad. Uh, I'm not saying harm other people and be annoying to other people and piss off a bunch of strangers, but uh, you can really question why you're doing the things you're doing. 
why do you do whatever it is that you do? I was going to try to come up with another example there, and I just, I, I, my brain stopped. So, um, but you have to start. So I had this thing in my, my office. My wife gave it to me uh, a long time ago. And uh, it was back when I started my business. And it's this little picture, which I guess I could show it. So those of you watching this on YouTube or on a video, but here's the picture. And there's me. Ooh, there it is. Um, and it's a picture of me with with eight other people of just people who just get shit done. And it's uh, it's got Mookie Wilson, greatest ball player of ever. ever. Um, but it's got Babe Ruth. It's got um, uh, Dr. Ruth. Uh, Louis Armstrong, Vince Van Gogh, all these people. But it's got two quotes. One is the hard, it's hard to beat a person that never gives up. That's a Babe Ruth com- uh, quote. But the other one is the Walt Disney quote, which I like, is the way to get started is to quit talking and start doing. And that's what I want. That's my cheerleader message for you. Stop talking about it and just do it. Um, you want to write a book, start with a paragraph. Just start writing, writing a book. Spend a few days writing, see how it sticks. Sure, it's going to be garbage. But you know what? At least you're beginning and, and you will find your flow and you have to write every day. Any any writer will tell you they have to write every day. Otherwise, it's not going to get done. You want to start a business? Put together a business. Google. Go into Google right now. If you've ever been thinking about, you know, can I not work at corporate? How to create a business plan. And there are free templates out there. Take the template. It's going to say, put this here, put this here, and just start writing it out. And then you're done. It's like your, your weekend hobby. And then all of a sudden you have a business plan. And then you know what it's going to cost and what it's going to take. And you say, can I do this? Can I do it on the side? Can I do it while I still have my current job? You want to do a triathlon? You want to do a, some kind of endurance? It doesn't have to be a triathlon. It could be any kind of endurance event. Um, 5K, start walking. Challenge yourself to run a mile without stopping. Right? We have to start in little increments, but the, the word is start, and that's what we have to do. Um, there was, and, and in order to get started, we have to like clear out these assumptions that we have on why we can't do it. And that's kind of the mental aspect of, of why we're doing what we're doing. I had, um, years ago, I had a, an exterminator come. We had some kind of bug. I forget what it was. Uh, it was like springtime. All the bugs come in the house. And he said, he asked if we got a lot of spiders. I said, yeah, we got some spiders. I said, why? He said, because I see all these old cobwebs in your garage. And I said, okay. He said, the way to get rid of spiders is to clear out the cobwebs because spiders are attracted to where old cobwebs are. I said, oh, that's interesting. All right, nobody likes spiders. I'm going to clear out the cobwebs. It's a metaphor, I guess, that you could use for yourself. If you want to stop getting spiders or whatever situation you're in, clear out your cobwebs. Cut out the people that are cobwebs. Cut out the work that is cobwebs. When you're doing something that you don't like to do right now, think about it over the next week. Say, why am I doing this? This is not what I should be doing. Don't just do it. Either don't do it or find someone else to do it. That's it. Find a better way and just ask yourself those questions. Say, who can do this for me? Do I even need to do it? Why am I, you know, do it um, and get started. I would love to see your business plans or whatever plan you have for, to, to do it. You don't have to, it's not like this hardcore, uh, difficult thing. All you have to do is just like sketch on a piece of paper what you're thinking. And that's a start. Uh, and if you really want to challenge yourself, we're just over 100 days until the end of the year. Okay. I'm going to put you on a 100 day sprint. You can do it. Go. Go, team, go. Go, go, go. We can do it. Get rid of the crap and just start start going. And that's it. So that's my cheerleader message. I'm not really like rah-rah cheerleader, but um, I'm more of like, let's be logical cheerleaders. <laughs> that's even a thing. Uh, so so get started on whatever it is that you want to do. It doesn't have to be a business. It doesn't have to be a book. Everybody has that dream. Um, and you may not even know what that dream is. 
but you know something's missing. So think about that dream, articulate it, and recognize that you can do it. And that's it. So with that, have a good week. Happy working. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Now do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon.